0: welcome 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 to episode seven of upon further review with brian brennan i am as usual your host brian brennan in the place to be happy monday coming at you a little later than normal today i apologize for that wasn't sure if i was going to do a podcast today or just save it all for one episode this week but i've decided to come at you with two episodes this week because we have a lot to talk about when it comes to the nfl what a crazy uh week nine it was yesterday there's a lot to talk about um so much to get to when it comes to the NFL, and um, we'll talk about all of it. And um, I also want to talk about obviously it's been a crazy weekend for. It's been a great weekend for a lot of people, a lot many happy people across this country uh, about the results of the election. Uh, going the way they want them to. So uh, we're going to talk about that too. I had a pretty interesting experience. Uh, I actually went, I live, as for those of you who don't know, I live in the DC area. I live in Silver Spring, Maryland. So I was able to um, get on a train and go um, into DC and check out what's going on around the White House and what was happening in the streets of DC at the time. So it was a pretty crazy experience. And uh, I'm going to talk about that too. I'd say we're going to try, try and spend about 50-50, I would say, on the NFL and, um, everything that happened with the election. And, um, yeah, it should be a good show. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, you know, thank you to everybody who, uh, continues to follow on social media uh, for the Facebook page upon further review with Brian Brennan. I haven't really gotten back into the Instagram game yet. Uh, when it comes to upon further review with Brian Brennan yet, uh, maybe I should bring back the Instagram, you know, for a while I was doing that, um, the Brian B sports takes, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram page. Uh, but I kind of stopped doing that cause I was having some issues uploading videos. Uh, maybe it's time to bring back the uh, official upon further review with Brian Brennan, um, Twitter, uh, instagram account and our twitter account too i haven't really used a twitter account obviously in quite some time because i haven't really been doing the podcast so um maybe it's time to open back some new um some new forms of social media and to get back into the games there because rather right now we've just got the facebook page that's still going strong i post the link to every episode there so you can catch us there um let's see you know obviously like i said it's been a crazy weekend um like i said very happy weekend for a lot of people um we're just, you know, happy the election went their way. Um, I hope that you, you had a good weekend, you know, if if you're a Biden supporter, try and, you know, I know that Trump supporters weren't particularly, uh, gracious when they won in 2016. Uh, but try and be gracious in victory. Like, you know, that's what Joe would want you to do. Honestly, Joe Biden would probably be like that. But, um, yeah, just try and be gracious in victory um, when it comes to that. But um, like I said, we'll talk about that later. We might as well just jump right into it. We might as well get into some NFL talk. Um, it's a pretty crazy week, and we'll talk about it right now. All right, so week nine of the NFL. Uh, we're wrapping up tonight with Monday Night Football. Great Great matchup tonight on Monday Night Football, folks. Patriots versus Jets. Uh, just what you love to see, the 2-5 and five New England Patriots. The worst they've been in 20-some-odd years, arguably longer. And the Jets, who are 0-7, and 8 Duh, what a matchup. I bet the NFL loves that they have this. Like, I, would, I bet, you know, I don't understand why... Um, just a slight tangent here. I don't really understand why... Monday Night Football doesn't have the option to flex that Saturday, that Sunday Night Football does. Um, I think that would be good, because I feel like having a good game on Monday Night Football is is great. Like, there's not much else happening on a Monday night. Like, there's not much else going on. Like, with Sunday Night, you've got, like, a whole primetime TV lineup you could be watching. But with, Sun- with Monday Night Football, you know, that's all there is, really, on TV. I, I don't know if it's, like, The Bachelor or whatever that crap is. Like, I don't know if that's on on Monday nights, but... Um, I'm not paying attention to that, but, um, yeah, uh, I I would honestly put the better game on Monday night football, but unfortunately we get stuck with, um, we get stuck with this awful, um, Patriots, Sam Darnold's not even playing Sam Darnold, the quarterback of the jets is not even playing in this game. It's going to be Joe Flacco. So, uh, the jets have even less of a chance. I don't expect the jets to win this game. Um, I that's all I really want to talk about on Monday night football. I'm not going to spend a whole segment for talking about how, how awful the, how awful the jets are, how awful this matchup is on Monday night football. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. Like I just wanted to say quickly, I think the Patriots are going to win tonight on Monday night football. Um, all right, enough back to the Sunday night and what back to Sunday and what happened there. Uh, we'll just go in order based off of what they have on the ESPN app. Um, first off the giants and washington game um the only quarterback i'm sorry the only um team that daniel jones can seem to beat is washington whether they're called by their old name like they were last year or the washington football team like they are now um daniel jones like the his only other win was against the buccaneers in his first ever nfl start so i don't know daniel jones can't seem to do it and, and uh washington They kind of beat themselves in this game. They had five turnovers. Uh, Shout-out to Logan Ryan, uh, the Giant, um, and his wife. She she obviously went through a really big health scare this week, and it really sounded awful. Um, But he ended up actually getting an interception, and he kept the game ball for his wife, who's still in the hospital. Unfortunately, they lost their child. So I feel really sorry for them, and um, I wish them nothing but the best. But um, the Giants get the win in this one. so I've also sorry for Kyle Allen. I hope you get well soon too. Uh that looked like a really bad injury. It honestly looked like Dax injury all over again. Like the way the ankle just seemed to to break on that one. Um yeah, I, this looks like a really bad injury for Kyle Allen and you know, I hope he's okay. Uh but now obviously there's a very interesting quarterback situation for Washington. Um Alex Smith did not look very good uh in his first game back. Uh, first, I mean, I'm so sorry. He played in that game against the Rams a few weeks ago. But uh, his first extended, like his real extended playing time, he did really not look very good. And so I guess Alex Smith, they've already, according to uh, my friends who are Washington fans, uh, they've already named Alex Smith the starter for next week. And um, Dwayne Haskins will be the backup. I mean, you might as well see. I personally, you might as well see what you got with Dwayne. I mean, I, 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 he's not, he's, he's proven, I don't, I don't know why they're not giving Dwayne Haskins much of a chance. I mean, maybe he's just not the answer. Maybe they just really don't believe in him. Maybe, you know, Ron Rivera came in to head coach of Washington and, um, just really didn't, you know, he didn't believe in him, didn't like him. And, you know, Kyle Allen's his guy from Carolina, so he stuck with him, so, um, Maybe, um yeah, maybe Dwayne Haskins just isn't going to get his chance in Washington. And uh, maybe it would be best if they cut ties. I know it's only been um, two years, but it's not looking good to work out for Dwayne Haskins in Washington. But, um yeah, so Giants have two wins, and both of them are against Washington this year. Um, you know, it's, it's, I will see if they beat anybody else. Um, they're in just about every game. Like, that's the one thing I'll say about the Giants is, they are they're contenders in just about every single football game. You can never really officially count the Giants out. So, um I I'll, I'll say though I think they will win at least one more football game this season. I know that sounds like, you know, <laughs> that sounds like a huge reach or something, but uh I think the Giants will win at least one more football game this season uh against another football team. That isn't the Washington football team. So, uh, yeah, Giants win. Uh, On to the next one. Uh, Falcons uh, come beat the Broncos. Uh, Denver kind of came back towards the end to make it a little bit closer than the score line indicates, I think. And, um, yeah, the Falcons, um, you know, they seem to really love playing for their coach, Raheem Morris. Uh, he seems like a good guy. He seems like a good, like, we'll see if he ends up getting the job. I, I mean, I doubt it, considering all the names that are available out there as to to be a potential head coach in the NFL. I, I, I doubt they're going to go to Raheem Morris. But, um, you know, he is playing. The team does seem to like him. So uh, the Falcons do get the win over the Denver Broncos. Um, I did pick Denver. I was kind of surprised in that one. But um, I was wrong, and um, the Falcons d- did win the game. Uh, another game I was wrong uh, who, who if you love me being wrong this these next two games are for you folks the bills beating the Seahawks 44 to 34 I thought that you know Seattle was still a better team than Buffalo even though they were doing the time thing like where they were going um, west Coast to East Coast Um I still thought that either way the Seahawks were still a better team. You know they got Mister Unlimited, Russell Wilson. Um, I, I just think that uh, I just thought that Seattle was a better team, but uh, I was wrong on this day at least. Um, you know Josh Allen did a great job. Uh, let me look at the stats here. Let me pull them up quickly for you. Here, Josh Allen had three touchdowns. He had three passing touchdowns and four hundred and fifteen yards. Zach Moss also had a touchdown. I believe Josh Allen might have also had a rushing touchdown. Yes, he did. He also had a rushing touchdown for the Bills. So um, a great great day for uh, Josh Allen, a great day for the Bills, uh, who are looking good to, you know, we'll talk about Miami in a minute, folks. But, you know, Buffalo is looking good to potentially win this division you know for the first time since the 90s uh if i was a bills fan i'd be pretty excited right now if i was a member of bills mafia i'd be pretty excited right now in buffalo um they are looking good and um you know shout out to you know buffalo for um i kind of like seeing the bills play well you know um other than you know i i other than what i said you might remember from uh the first episode when i talked about um how bills fans act like they're the only football team in new york well like i I disagree with that but i i will say that overall i don't really have anything against the bills like why would i have anything against the buffalo bills um titans beat the bears um yeah i i watched a good amount of this game the bears kind of came back towards the end it, like it was kind of like the denver atlanta game um david montgomery's now in concussion protocol that sucks for the bears he's been really good for them um, you know, I had some fantasy value in this game. I had Ryan Tannehill, uh, Derek Henry, and Allen Robinson all in this game, uh, and um, they all Derek Henry did not do particularly well this week. Uh, even though the Titans won, uh, I ended up not winning this week. I ended up losing to Arun. Uh, congratulations on your win, Arun, if you are listening to this. Um, and um, yeah, you know, this the, Tennessee had a twenty-four to three lead. Chicago got two touchdowns kind of late in the fourth quarter to make it close, including one with a minute left to Jimmy Graham. But uh, it was too little too late. Titans win, 6-2 Tennessee. Uh, Bears, I believe, lost three straight games. Not looking good in Chicago. Um, All right, on to Ravens-Colts. There was one play in this game, Ravens-Colts, and I think you all know which play I'm talking about. Uh, The interception, I'm not sure who it was by, but it was by a Baltimore Raven. And, um, they ruled it an interception, but to me, it looks pretty clearly like a drop. I was a little surprised that, you know, I mean, I expected the Ravens to win this game no matter what, but, uh, I was a little surprised that they called it a drop and, um, I mean, or I'm sorry that they didn't call it a drop. They called it an interception and, um, yeah, just a crazy play. And I think that gave, I mean, Baltimore shut out the Colts in the second half Really wasn't even close. They, can't, they turned to come from behind. You know, they turned a, a deficit into a lead. They were losing uh, ten to seven at halftime, and they turned it around right back. You know, scored all these points in a row—twenty-one on points in a, or t- t- however many points in a row it was unanswered um, for the Ravens. And a good win for them. Um, I thought they were going to win this game, even though the game was in Indianapolis. This is also their first win. Uh, in Indianapolis, ever they were zero and six, so now they are one and six in Indianapolis all time. The Baltimore Ravens, I'm sure that feels really good for all the old school uh, Baltimore Colt fans who remember when the uh, Colts uh, packed up and left in the middle of the night on the Mayflower. Uh, sorry to bring that up to all my Baltimore people out there, but uh, I, you know, I, it's the first thing I think of when the Ravens play the Colts is that that uh, that image of the Colts moving in the middle of the night. I've seen it so many times. Uh, but yeah, Ravens get the win. Um, Chiefs over the Panthers, uh, pretty close game, pretty good game. Um, yeah, I think the Panthers can just compete with just about anybody. You know, they might not make the playoffs this year, but I think they can comp- compete, contend well. They have some weapons. Uh, Curtis Samuel has been really good. He's got three, t- I think he got four touchdowns the last three weeks or something crazy. Uh, he's been absolutely killing it for the Carolina Panthers lately. Um, uh, so shout out to Curtis Samuel and um, yeah, um, you know what can you say about the Chiefs? You know they do it again. Four touchdowns from Mahomes, um, ten catches, one hundred and fifty nine receiving yards for uh, Travis Kelsey. Carolina decided to try and kick a sixty seven yard field goal at the end of the game, and it wasn't even close. I know Joey Sly is a pretty good kicker, but come on. You might as well try for the hail mary, like in that situation. Do they just not trust Bridgewater to get a hail mary? Why'd you put in your backup or something? Just seemed like a weird decision to me to kick the sixty-seven-yard field goal, uh, as opposed to um, you know going for the wi- uh, as opposed to going for the hail mary. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Uh, Chiefs get the win. Uh, Vikings over the Lions. Dalvin Cook does it once again um dalvin cook had 200 yards again and two touchdowns um he's just a machine right now um he's getting the vikings single-handedly maybe back into the playoff picture uh maybe even an mvp conversation for dalvin cook if if he keeps like playing the way this is um yeah vikings improved to three and five um good win for them and dalvin cook as well like i said just a beast on on the offense. Uh Texans over the Jaguars. Pretty good game, uh kind of back and forth. Um ultimately the um I mean it was it was ultimately the Texans kind of built a lead. Jacksonville uh scored a touchdown late, but um Houston held on to win this game 27-25. Uh Jacksonville didn't get the two-point conversion. I forgot. Jacksonville didn't get the two. Um and that's why they end up losing. I mean, maybe if they had a more experienced quarterback, they get that situation instead of Jake Luton, which I believe is in i believe his name yeah, Jake Luton. Um he had a nice run for the touchdown, too. But um yeah, o- overall uh tough loss for the Jags. Uh they're right in contention with the Jets and the Giants for uh Trevor Lawrence. So um let's move on to the Raiders, the Chargers. Oh man. Oh, poor Chargers, poor poor Chargers! You just your heart just goes out to the Los Angeles Chargers. I got it right, Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers have had so many heartbreaking losses now, two in a row. Uh, the Denver Broncos lost last week, where they lost on a last second touchdown. Drew Lock uh, found found the wide receiver for the last second touchdown, and then this week you catch a touchdown that you think gives you the win. But it's a drop, and it's incomplete, and you lose. Ah, oh, that's just heartbreaking for the Chargers. And you have to wonder how much longer their head coach Anthony Lynn um, has left as as their head coach. Um, you know, he's he, they haven't really improved under him, honestly. So you wonder maybe he's you know could be gone after the season. One of the openings, and that's a good opening. It's a Los Angeles job. It's the Chargers. They have talented players. Um so if that becomes available that's definitely a good opening for whoever takes Anthony Lynn's job and um you know the Raiders get the win uh Carr played pretty well um 13 of 23 um yeah just a good win for the Raiders who now improved to 5 and 3 uh been a good season so far for them um all right on to the uh Steelers and the Cowboys um, you know, I didn't really expect much from Dallas in this game because, uh, Garrett Gilbert was at quarterback. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, probably better than Ben DiNucci. Honestly, Ben DiNucci kind of sucked, but, um, ultimately, uh, the Steelers just were too good in this game. Uh, they were just too strong for the Cowboys, uh, who fall to two and seven and how, um, The touchdown by Eric Ebron is what gave them the lead. I will give the Cowboys credit because they did fight in this game. And maybe if they had Dak Prescott and things were a little normal, maybe they do compete better in this game. And um, maybe they do win this game. But um, a tough loss for the Cowboys. Uh, you know, I I hate the Cowboys, so I, I like to see the Cowboys lose. But, um, you know, 2-7. and seven, season's not quite gone the way they expected it to it's gotta be very disappointing Andy Dalton's now on the COVID list um yeah it's gotta be very frustrating for your Cowboys fan um still you're in the NFC East though so anything can really happen um like I said the NFC East is a joke um even Washington and the Giants are both still alive technically to win the division I think Philadelphia might win it by default um but yeah Steelers are undefeated Um, You know, Ebron, uh, they just have a lot of weapons. You know, Washington, Claypool, uh, Connor, Smith-Schuster, Ebron. They got a lot of weapons. Um, And um, Steelers, I don't know how long their undefeated streaks last, but I know they've got two winnable games coming up. So we'll see how far it goes. Uh, Pittsburgh looking good right now. I'm not saying they're the best team in the AFC because they have to play. I would love to see them play the Chiefs, see how that matchup would go. But uh, Steelers are undefeated right now, the only undefeated team in the NFL. Uh, Dolphins at Cardinals, shout out to Tua, man. I'm kind of, I've got to be honest, I'm kind of bandwagoning the Dolphins right now. I, I kind of am. That's going to hurt a lot of my friends who are Jets fans. But um, the Miami Dol- I, like. I love Tua, man. Tua's a lefty? I'm a lefty. I like seeing lefties do well and win in the NFL, and that's what's happening right now. The Dolphins, you know, go into Arizona, get this win. Kyler Murray was great in this game too. Also, uh, four total touchdowns, three passing, one rushing. Um, and Tua had his be- best, much better game than he did against the Rams. Like he was much more effective. Um, he it was um, twenty of twenty of twenty eight. Uh, two touchdowns, two hundred and forty-eight yards. That's what you need from Tua. I mean, that's that's exactly what you'd expect from the guy. I mean, that just just go out there, do your best, have fun, and win. And the Miami Dolphins are winning. They're five and three. I didn't see that coming at all. They're contending for a wild card spot. They're possibly contending for the AFC East division. It's fun to watch. It kind of reminds me of their wild card year. They were fun to watch that year too. Maybe this is that Miami team like that again. But uh, yeah, great win for Miami. Tough loss for Arizona. Um who um you know, can still make the playoffs. I mean, the, the there's you know, expanded playoffs this year. Um so I think that there's definitely a chance that Arizona uh could will still make the playoffs, but um you know, we'll see for sure. Um we'll we'll talk about we'll see what happens next week. Who do they have next week? Arizona's next game is against Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. That's an interesting matchup on Sunday, uh, four o'clock in Arizona. So they host back to back AFC East teams. So uh, look forward to that. We'll talk more about that next week. Uh, Saints at the Buccaneers. Now this is the game uh, where, you know, Mike, um, you know, he he. I picked the Bucks. I will say I picked the Bucks and. Mike was not very happy about that, because uh, I don't think he's particularly happy about anybody picking, like, because a lot of, uh, first off, it wasn't just me, okay, a lot of people picked uh, the Bucks to win, and so uh, we were all, I'd like to say, first off, Mike, I'm sorry, I was wrong, and um, the the Saints are clearly, right now, at least better than the Bucks I mean, they beat them the two times they played, this time it wasn't even close, it was 38-3, to uh, great night for Drew Brees. Four touchdown passes. Uh, he was incredible. Uh, Michael Thomas returned for the Saints, and it just wasn't even close. The defense, New Orleans defense, balled out in this game. In a game where you know they really needed to ball out. Um, you know, I I was really impressed with you know it wasn't even close. Honestly, it was thirty-one nothing at halftime. It was over. It was done. Not even close. A blowout and um. Mike, the Saints are looking really good. so I'll give you that. The Saints are looking really good, my man. Um you know, it's it's it'll be interesting to see what happens um, going forward. Will, you know, maybe these two two teams will meet again in the playoffs, but if you're a Saints fan, you have to be feeling really good going into that matchup, you know, um having um having beaten them already twice now. So, um we'll see what happens in the next matchup. Um it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, if they ever play, if they do play again, I would love to see a third matchup in the playoffs. Uh, Tom Brady shines in the playoffs. so um, And plus, this is just a great GOAT matchup. Um, Drew Brees versus um, Tom Brady, just two of the best to ever do it. And um, yeah, I'd, I, I'd sign up for more of these matchups for sure. Uh, but yeah, congrats to the Saints. Uh, and congrats to everyone who won this week. And uh, like I said at the start, uh, not loving the Monday Night Football game this week but I will watch it no matter, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Um, I'll be on Robbie's podcast, but uh, I'll have it on, um, I'll have it on mute, I guess, in the background, uh, just because it's sports, you know, you know, we, we don't really have a lot of sports. But um, one thing that was kind of a great substitute for sports uh, over this past week was the drama and the craziness of the 2020 U.S. presidential election. And um, I'm going to talk about kind of um, the aftermath what happened after Biden won the presidency and, uh, what, what I did, uh, that day and on Saturday in DC, um, what a crazy scene it was. I'll tell you all about it next. All right. I know, um, obviously this is mainly a sports podcast, but, um, As I said, um, on the last week, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on the election. Um, on last week's episode, I said, you know, I I talked about, you know, who I voted for. I voted for Joe. I need a reminder. I voted for Joe Biden and, um, you know, why I voted for them and, you know, what I was thinking about the outcome of the election so far. We had Mike and Tim on and, um, you know, Mike and Tim and I, we all share pretty much this pretty similar political beliefs and, um. You know, we were able to, you know, talk about how we were feeling about the results of the election up to that point. Um, and that was on Thursday night. And then just another, you know, Friday, the whole week was really just a long, arduous, I might have just made up a word there, um, <laughs> uh, like a long, stressful um, period of waiting for the election. Um, is like, is Biden going to overtake the lead in Pennsylvania? Is he going to um, take the lead in Georgia. What's going to happen? Are these states going to flip from red to blue? And, um, then around, around Friday night, you know, the, the, you know, they start saying that Biden has the lead in Pennsylvania. Biden has the lead in Georgia. And, um, then you start thinking, okay, maybe there's a chance, you know, you know, they're taking their sweet ass time, uh, counting these votes, but, uh, maybe there's a chance they could call this thing, uh, sooner or later. And then, um, you know, Saturday morning, you know, people are still watching the news and, um, finally it comes through, It comes through on, they call Pennsylvania and they give Biden the presidency. Uh, it was reported first. I think the AP reported it first and, um, and CNN, uh, reported it. And then, um, then it just was like, all of a sudden it's like people came out of nowhere. And, um, started celebrating all across the country. Uh, it started with, I started hearing people yell and cheer outside my apartment and I live in a pretty isolated area. I live in like close to downtown Silver Spring, Maryland, but I live in a pretty like isolated apartment complex, but I could still hear people cheering and going crazy and, um, just absolutely whooping it up. And, um, you know, I, and then they started showing scenes from outside the white house and um originally i kind of thought to myself well i'm not going to go to the white house like i just i don't want to you know go to the white house and you know potentially risk you know being in this huge gigantic crowd and potentially maybe risk getting covid-19 Um, you know, especially, you know, I'm planning to travel to Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving. I don't, you know, I'm planning to go home to New York for Thanksgiving. I don't want to get COVID-19 before going home to New York. But then, you know, I realized, you know, I've been kind of, um, you know, this is something that uh, I haven't really mentioned on the podcast, but, uh, I am actually thinking about leaving DC and moving home to New York. Uh, it's been in my plans for a while now. Um, but so I, I just kind of thought to myself, you know, this could be the last presidential election I ever experienced in D.C., um, you know, and the person you voted for won. So why not get on the Metro, um, go down to go down to the White House and um, go see what the vibe is like in the city. And um, so I, I did. Uh, so I, I was like, you know what, that I have to do it. I have to do it. So I, I got on the Metro I went into D.C., I went down to the White House, I, I was just in, I mean, as soon as you get off the metro, people are cheering, even when you I even when I got on the metro at Silver Spring, people were honking, and um, cheering, and going crazy, and, um, it was, it was happening in Silver Spring. And I was like, well, I can only imagine what it's like right now in DC. So, um, we get on the Metro and as soon as you get off the Metro, there's like people cheering and, uh, jumping up and down and going crazy and, uh, chanting and singing. And, um, oh, it was like a love fest, man. It was like, it was, I, I don't really know how to describe it, but, um, just as, as somebody who's lived in the DC area now for three and a half years, i've never seen it like that like i've I've been here for the the capitals winning the stanley cup and i've been here for the nationals winning the world series and i've never seen dc that crazy that emotional that happy like it was it was it was like it was like an extra championship like it honestly feels like it felt like dc had won a third championship honestly uh to add on top of those two um and, um, maybe that's just because I'm not a, a nationals or a capitals fan, but it really felt like the whole city was going crazy. And, um, so I, I, I went to black lives matter Plaza, which is right outside the white house. You can't really get up close to the white house, uh, these days, um, they barricaded it off and, um, yeah. Um, so I went, I, I walked around there, like I said, people chanting, people singing, um, just people taking in the whole day, um, uh, all the emotions. And, um, and then I just decided to just keep walking through the city. Like I walked all the way up to U street, which is a fam- for those of you who aren't from DC, uh, a very famous street in DC, um, uh, yeah, hotbed of African American culture. And, um, just a vibrant place, very gentrified now, but very cool place. Um, and, uh, people were still honking and going crazy as I walked down the streets of DC. And, um, you know, it was really, um, it was really something to see. Um, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have been like this if, if Trump had won. <laughs> I, I, I would say, um, people probably wouldn't have been as happy, but, um, you know, people were blasting, you know, fuck Donald Trump, that song by YG. People were blasting that like crazy uh, throughout the city. Uh, and I can only imagine, I mean, my parents, uh, my parents live in New York, and they've been, um, they, they sent me videos of what it was like in their neighborhood, Washington Heights. Um, and, um, you know, I've seen other videos as well from scenes in Atlanta and Philadelphia, big cities that really helped shaped the presidential election. Um, man, it would have, it was really, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm really happy with the way the presidential election shaped out. I'm really sorry. Like to, to, to Trump supporters that I know, I'm very sorry. Uh, I know this must be hard for you. It was very hard when, when the Democrats lost in 2016 as well. So, um, you know, I express my sympathies to you as well. I know what it's like to go through that. So I, I express my sympathies to you as well, but, um, this was definitely an overjoyous occasion and it was beautiful to see DC the way it was. And, um, you know, that's if I don't know, how. like I said, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in DC. Um, we'll see who knows, but, um, if that's the way, That I'm going to go out in D.C., that's that's a beautiful way to remember it, man. Like, that's just it's uh, exactly how I'd want to remember D.C. It's exactly how I want to remember this great city. And um, yeah, so, um, you you know, if the election results didn't go your way, I'm sorry again you know i i think but i really think joe biden will work towards being a president for all americans even the ones who didn't vote for him and um it should be um you know i'm excited for these these next we'll see what happens these next 4 years shout out to kamala harris as well uh first woman first african american first southeast asian i believe um woman to be uh, to be vice president that's absolutely insane before her, it had been forty-seven, just old, crumageddy white men as vice president. Now it's, uh, now it's Kamala Harris. Uh, it's pretty exciting to see. So anyway, I'll stop talking about politics. I know this is a sports, um, sports podcast, so I'll stop talking about politics. I just wanted to share my experience in D.C. and what it was like. Uh, on that day on Saturday, uh, November 7th, when Biden was declared the winner of the election. And happy birthday to my father as well. Happy birthday to my dad. Uh, his birthday is November 8th. Um, so, you know, I know this is something he really wanted. So, um, happy birthday to my dad. I, I, I remember being with him in 2016 when we were both in Malaysia and, um, when Trump won the election on his birthday and it was that I'm sure it was very different emotions to what it was like, uh, on Saturday and Sunday when Biden won the election. Um, so shout out to my dad, happy birthday, uh, to my, my dad. Uh, which I just wanted to say that too. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on the election. before we wrap up a couple little news and notes uh, ap preseason top 25 is out for college hoops uh shout out to arun for sharing this with me uh gonzaga is number one baylor is number two villanova that's arun's team is number three virginia at four iowa five kansas at six wisconsin at seven illinois at eight duke at nine kentucky at 10 creighton at 11 tennessee at 12 Michigan State, 13. Texas Tech is 14. West Virginia is 15. North Carolina, UNC, the Tar Heels, 16. Houston, 17. Arizona State, 18. That's all I have for the top. That's all he sent me. He only sent me the first 18. So, uh, so sorry. Go go find the other, the other ones uh, somewhere else. Um, anyway, um, so shout out to uh, the AP Top 25 for coming out. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? I feel like I had one other sports thing that I I wanted to talk about today. Um, I feel like it was, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, I was the masters. Um, I'm Sergio Garcia. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest golf guy in the world, but, uh, get well soon. Sergio Garcia. Um, the, he's the, um, he's withdrew from the masters, which is this weekend. Uh, that's pretty exciting that we've got the masters this weekend. You know, I may, it's, I may pay attention a little bit on Sunday, towards the end if it's you know it's good if you know, hopefully um the golfers that i like do well there's some golfers that i really do enjoy watching like uh like rory and guys like that i really enjoy watching tiger of course um i don't know if tiger's gonna i think tiger might have had his uh, his you know last bow moment at the masters a couple well, a year or so ago but um yeah, I, you know, good luck. To, you know, hope Sergio Garcia gets well soon. Uh, you hate to see that. Uh, wish him the best. And uh, let's see. I believe I have the rest of the top twenty-five. Oh yes, here we go. Okay, so uh, I left it at Arizona State at eighteen. So Texas is nineteen. Oregon is twenty. Florida State twenty-one. UCLA twenty-two. Ohio State twenty-three. Rutgers. Shout out to Rutgers. Local to the New York area. That's the only New York school on here, I believe um they are twenty four and michigan is twenty five so that is your a p top twenty five uh we'll see how that shapes up uh shout out to the high point panthers uh my alma mater uh they start their big south season soon um I know they're doing see things a little bit differently in the big south this season uh they're doing uh they're doing double they're doing basically uh two games in back to back days instead of to cut down on travel, which i think is really interesting. And a smart idea considering um everything that's going on with the coronavirus. I think that's probably a good idea to cut down on travel. Uh so I'm looking forward to uh High Point Panthers basketball in UConn. I'm also a UConn fan as well. So uh shout out to UConn as well. Um hopefully they have a good season, they bounce back. Um so I'm looking forward to a little college hoops. I you know, I don't really like college football, but I love college basketball. Go figure. I think college basketball is awesome. Uh Probably because I went to a school that had a college basketball team, and we were all we were pretty good all four years I was there so um maybe that's why I love college basketball, but um college football doesn't quite do it for me, and it never has um so that's pretty much all I have to say for this episode uh thank you for listening uh I really appreciate you um listening to this quick uh solo episode, hoping to have Mike on uh next episode because I know he has a lot to say. Uh, he needs to talk that talk after the Saints beat the, beat the Bucks. So um, I know Mike has a lot to say. So uh, hopefully we'll get him on the next episode, and uh, you'll hear from uh, Michael Edgley. But uh, with that being said, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, stay tuned for more upon further review of Brian Brendan content. Find me on Twitter at b brian nineteen ninety one. Yeah, listen to me. Like I said, I'll be on. Um, I should be on Robbie's podcast tonight. So if you um want to hear me there, uh, I'll be there. Um, more Brian Brennan content. Um, you know, they do a great job with their, their video content. So check that out too. With their uh, with their Facebook lives and everything. So check that out. Uh, sports on the hill, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Uh, thank you for watching. I'll talk to you next time.